Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Clockwork Cantina, episode 129. I am one of your hosts, Josh Channel 2, and that's the other host of the show. I'm DT3. What's up, everybody? We are in episode What's 129. Hey, let's go. We got energy. We got a fucking flex. Let's go. Okay, I don't know what's going on, but I got a lot of energy today. I'm feeling good. I got up early. I've showered. We're ready to do this show. And the second half of the show, we'll be talking about the film, which was DT3's pick this past week. Princess Mononoke. Yeah, we, have a, we have a retro rewind that I decided yeah. to choose this this one. Uh, I feel like we'd we'd done a, a lot of well. I'll explain it when we get to when we get to the retro rewind part. But but yeah, it, it's a uh, yeah. It was it was my choice this time. Yeah, and it's actually funny because I've never seen the movie before. I don't think you never seen it before either. But we'll I, talk about that in the second I've half never of the seen show. It before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll talk about that in the second half of the show. In the main half of the show, we got news. And we got to talk about what we've been up to the past week because I've been up to quite a few things. Uh, 129 episodes. We're, we're crazy. We're moving. We're going along. Uh, we're hype. We got energy. We're gonna. We're gonna, we got plans. We got things in the works. DT3. What have you been up to this past week, or anything you want to talk about in general? Um. So I've been playing. I've been trying. I've been playing more Sea of Thieves uh, as of late. The newest update has me playing that a little bit more. So I've been playing that uh, more. Uh, quite a bit more uh as of late um i really like the new captaincy update where you get to buy your own ship and you get to name it and you can customize it and just you know sailing with friends on the sea of thieves is a is a fun time um so i really have been enjoying that i'm probably going to be streaming that this week probably on wednesday afternoon not sure what time yet tbd because getting a group to play that game sometimes can be uh uh uh, uh you know it could take some time so uh it'll probably be later than my usual stream time but uh yeah that'd be fun um fortnite i did all the dragon ball z challenges um yeah i just been you know obviously still playing the shit out of that game uh it's probably like my most played game off stream and i even stream it sometimes as well i'll probably end up streaming it again this week also probably on thursday um but yeah and then I played fucking Valorant for the first time in like a couple years because I was like, you know what? I kind of I kind of got the itch to play it again. Um, and uh, yeah, I was like, you know what? Let me just try it out. So I played it again. And boy, that game is like now that I've been playing stuff like Fortnite and other stuff like that, that's like so different, like playing fucking valorant is like so 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 different man like that 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 style of game i just wasn't used to anymore so uh, you know it, it got me a little bit to get into the groove and the hang of that game again but um but yeah uh so i tried that again um there's the beta for super people going on right now so i tried that a little bit but that's like a man that that is like PUBG mixed with like i guess overwatch because it has kind of like abilities and stuff so I played that a little bit, but yeah, that one is more like PUBG style. Um, I watched the finale, the series finale of Better Call Saul when it aired last Monday, last week. Um, I, uh, last week, I told you guys that I had caught up in time for the finale, and I did. I watched the finale. It was fantastic. Uh, another another great all-time fantastic show is over now. Um, and yeah, it was it was a worthy finale. And, you know, just shout out to everybody who worked on that show. 
from the actors to the crew to the creators, every, you know, everything. The, the way they tied up stuff from from Breaking Bad to, to Better Call Saul and just continued stuff from that universe was was phenomenal. And and they they killed it, man. Six seasons of of, of fantastic uh, storytelling, uh, you know, is 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 complete. Um, we watched the first episode of, uh, of She-Hulk. Um, I enjoyed it. Uh, it was actually really, really funny. Uh, some of the stuff they, I, I can't wait to talk about it when we do our episode on it. Cause it was fucking hilarious. I, I, I really, I really had a good time. I enjoyed that. Uh, I watched the newest episode of Harley Quinn. I'm keeping up with that one week to week. Um, very interesting episode that focused on the Joker. Um, yeah, it was, uh, it was interesting. It was, it was, it was fun though. That show continues to be fun and, and funny and, 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 and whatnot, but. Definitely recommend that one if you guys haven't seen it. Um, I watched this movie called The Black Phone, uh, starring Ethan Hawke. A good horror movie if you're into that. He played his part tremendously. He was he was great, uh, and some of the other actors were were, were great as well. You know, some of the kid actors. Uh, but yeah, Ethan Hawke was 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 fucking. He, yeah, he he did great. He did great at what at what he. You, you know what people say these days when they're like, oh, they understood the assignment or whatever. Fucking Ethan Hawke understood what he had to do and he did it well. Um, and then the last thing is last yesterday, yesterday afternoon, uh, or night if you're you know, depending on what time this dropped for you, but House of the Dragon aired. Uh, for me it was at six p.m. Uh, so I, we had a group watch of it. We've checked it out and, uh, it was, uh, it was good. It was good. I enjoyed it. Uh, we will probably, we, actually, I think we are going to have to do an episode on this, right? Maybe. Yeah. I think, I think, I think so. it's in the news or in the yeah. calendar rather. But, uh, but yeah, we'll, so we'll be talking about it more in detail when we do the episode for that. But I enjoyed the first episode. Uh, you guys know how I, how I feel about if you've been watching this show long enough, if, uh, how I feel about the ending of Game of Thrones. I wasn't really a big fan of the last couple seasons of Game of Thrones, especially the way it all ended in the finale. Um, but if you haven't, now you know. Uh, yeah, but I'm back on board with this universe, with this episode. Uh, I thought it was really uh, enjoyable, and it reminded me of the good, the good, the goodness of Game of Thrones, and not the terrible, uh, wacky garbage that we got in the end. Of course, this is all my opinion. If you if you like the way Game of Thrones ended and all that, well, good for you. But I'm just this is just my opinion. Uh, but yeah, I liked House of the Dragon. I'm look I'm looking forward to seeing uh, where the other nine episodes lead us. But uh, yeah, it's been pretty much it. I uh, that's that's what I've been up to. So uh, how about yourself, uh, Josh? All right, what I've been up to? I have been up to not a whole a bit. Okay, I've been up to like not a variety of different things, but a lot of those things, right? I've been playing a lot of MLB, MLB The Show 2022. I picked up a copy at GameStop uh, sometime during the week, probably like Tuesday, uh, because that's usually when like I have a free day. Like I always do, can we do Cantina on Monday, so it's like I stay home the whole day on Monday just to be like. I, I gotta do this show. I gotta be prepped and ready. I gotta be, you know, good to go. So, uh, I picked up MLB The Show 2022. I got it cheap. I had points and stuff at GameStop. So I was like, fuck it. I got it for like 30 okay. bucks and I brought it home and I played baseball a lot. 
And it's a baseball game. There's not a whole lot to say about it. It's baseball. You make your care. You can make a character yeah. and do their career and all that. I always have fun with it. Um, and now we, MLB the show is probably one of the best sports games out there. And it's on like, it's on Xbox now. It's on Switch now. But back in the day, it used to be like PlayStation exclusive, so you could only play shows on if you had a PlayStation. But now it's out everywhere. So if you, if you, except for PC. Uh, so if you ever like baseball or just want to play a sport, cool sports games that. Oh my god, it makes me so mad because they have this dynamic difficulty that scales up and down. Uh, so as you get better, the game gets harder. And it's just it's just rough. Uh, but yeah, yeah. the game the games are fantastic. They're always fantastic. So yep, played that. Uh, and that's like the only thing I played this week. Uh, I, I I may have farted around on Fortnite a little bit, but not a lot. I farted around. Um, I watched She-Hulk. I, I thought it was funny, and I look forward to when we talk about, you know, seeing the rest of the episodes and stuff on there. Um, but so far, digging it. Digging it. Of course, it's only episode one. Um, House of Dragons, episode one. Uh, back on the Game of Thrones train. Uh, my thought process is kind of like the same as DT3's. Is like, when we last left Game of Thrones, it left a sour taste in our mouth, and we have no urge to go back to that world. But now we are kind of, kind of getting back on that train a little bit because that first episode was great. Um, there's some scenes in there that make me cringe, but for the most part, oh yeah, absolutely digging it. And we'll definitely talk about that as soon as it when it wraps up uh, later on this this year. I can't remember if it's gonna end. I think it. Yeah, I think it'll be this. I mean, year. it's only ten. Ep- it's only ten episodes, and we saw the first one yeah. already. True. Um, uh, dice stuff. Uh, the Etsy shop's actually taking off very well. So if you're somebody from the Twitch and stuff that has been coming from from here and going over to the Etsy shop and buying things, I appreciate you. If not, why aren't you doing that? You should go buy some stuff. Um, <laughs> um, the second thing is I've been making a lot more dice, and the, and the shop is going to be getting more uh, inventory in it because I've sold a lot this past week. I'm doing commissions yeah, now. Dude, you, you gotta, you, you gotta have, you have more, have more ready, dude, because. Every time I look, it's like you have you you sold something else again. I'm like, damn. I know, I know, right? It's surprising. So we'll shout out all the dice social stuff. It's not at surprising because it's, it's not surprising because your stuff is great, but it's just like, oh shit. Fuck! It surprises like, me every time I make a sale. I'm like, somebody bought something. <laughs> yes. No, I'm like, I'm like your shit looks great. So of course somebody bought it. But I'm, just, you know, I'm just like, damn. <laughs> like, like sooner sooner or later, you're gonna run out of inventory. I'm like, like you gotta you gotta have more stuff ready, dude. Yeah, yeah, but I got stuff right now. As soon as the show is over, I got to go to there in the workshop and do work on the dice stuff. So if you're those people that are supporting me through the Etsy, I appreciate you. Thank you so much. Um, and the last thing is I'm still doing the diet. This is the other thing. This is probably why I have so much energy right now and I can't shut the fuck up. I'm talking really fast right now. I have lost another six pounds. I've lost like nine pounds total, I think, this past the past since I started. So that's like a massive victory for me. Um, I, I, like, you guys on the show are, like, the only people I, like, talk about my diet stuff with, other than, like, I post a real talk on Discord on my weigh-ins, and I talk about what I'm eating, but that's about it. So, like, I don't talk really with anybody else about this stuff, because, like, uh, I'm probably gonna fail at some point, because we all do, and it's important to talk about those things, so I'm putting it in the, I like putting it in the notes, and I like talking about it. But, yeah, small victories, a lot of small victories this past week, and it makes me feel good, gives me lots of energy. And uh, drinking lots of water, and you should too, because being hydrated is very important. Especially in the summer heat right now, man. It's crazy. That's the other thing. It's actually not too hot right here here right now. 
uh, we've been getting rain the past few days, except for today's really hot and the sun's out. But like this past week's been really enjoyable, really cool. Being able to go Dude, out and do stuff, go over the workshop and do I work. Am, I am jealous of anybody who has nice weather because it is just anytime it's somewhere over here. I just I the entire summer. I'm just like not having a good time. So yeah, it's currently one degrees. Very comfortable. I am very ready. I am very and we got ready. more rain this next week too. I am very ready for uh for, for fall. Yeah. I feel you, dude. I feel you. It's so much easier to get warm than it is to stay cool. <laughs> you know, like it's for me anyway. It is. It's it's just yeah. It's easier to 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 get warm because you can just add layers. But like, and when it's hot, it's like. That's why I'm growing the hair out and the beard long, man. I'm come wintertime, I'm just gonna wrap it around like a scarf. It's what's Dude, <laughs> yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm doing the same, man. I mean, you guys can't really tell the hair because I got a hat on right now, but like you can kind of see the back over here and like, you know, the beard. I, you know, always usually. But yeah, honestly, come come, come wintertime, we'll, we'll 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 be ready, man. I think this is the longest my hair and beard have been since WaveCon, and you saw how I looked at WaveCon when I showed up. I looked fucking. Like, I had long hair and the fucking yeah. beard and everything. I went and got a haircut like that next day at the mm -hmm. barbershop up there. Nice guy, by the way, out there at the wave. Uh, I'll be um, Josh. My, my fan disconnected. I, I can't. I can't. Hold on. I got you. I got you. You good? You good? I'll fill the airtime, guys. Uh, how you doing out there in chat, guys, while we wait for DT to get his fan fixed? I don't blame him. He's got to get that. Got to get that fixed because uh, it's so goddamn hot. Uh, uh, I'm I'm stumbling right now. I'm trying to find a subject to talk about. Uh, uh dice. We can talk about dice. I I, I got some. Um, oh, what colors did I use? I used. Uh, my brain is is farting right now. Uh, I think I did some like some red and blue, like color. No, I did red and yellow yesterday, and they're in the pot, and I can't wait to take those out as soon as we're done with the show here over there uh in in my workshop i have them in the this thing called a pressure pot which is like you put air in it and it helps eliminate bubbles it's like one of the biggest things with dice creation is you gotta if you, you kind of have to have one you kind of have to have a, a pressure pot if you want to make dice which is just like it's a paint pot it's like you you put paint and air in it and you can spray paint with it like it's really nice and uh, you rig it to change where it just holds air and then you put your molds in there with your resin in there and it uh shrinks the bubbles down to nothing till they evaporate um so i got dice over there and i'm gonna have to check those check those out uh when we're done here a lot of work going on for those of you wondering about the diet stuff like what diet are you doing josh i'm doing keto uh which is very few carbs and a lot of protein and a lot of fat um, and I am doing, I feel like I'm doing, I've done keto before and usually end up falling off because like, um, there is, I love bread and bread has a lot of carbs and now they have keto bread and DT's back. Good. We can stop talking about me. Hi DT. <laughs> uh, so I'm, I, I'm fucked. I think, I think you guys might've just seen my fan die live no! on air. No, so I, I, I will, I will have to, I'm going to suffer through this podcast because I'm in for a bad time, but, but yeah, if, uh, 
let's not, let's not move good. on let's get going not that good. way we don't we can do this as quickly as possible so <laughs> that you, way. you guys you guys may see me start sweating and shit this podcast uh but you know what we're we're, do, we're, we're doing it we're doing it for you i'm doing it for you okay <laughs> viewer viewer listener person here uh yeah, if we, if we want to, if we, if we want to move on to the news, let's. If you're out there it. watching, we gotta get DT a fan stat. Somebody quit. I, dude, <laughs> you know what I think is funny, or not funny, but you know what I think is shitty is that literally right now as we're about to start, it's it just stopped. Like I, I like tried flipping it on and off and like moving the the cord and everything, and it's just like it won't. Nothing, nothing's happening. So I'll have to figure that out later. But this sucks. Anyway, I don't want to. We'll let's let's get on. go. Let's move get on. through this quickly. Uh, we'll gonna, do, we're gonna, gonna, we're gonna make a yeah. fast show for DTC. <laughs> for 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 so just so you guys know, I'm doing this for you. I'm gonna suffer through the, to today's episode for you, okay? Because <laughs> because I like doing the show, and because this is this this is you know for you. Damn it! <laughs> let, let, let's 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 do it, Josh. Okay. Also, I forgot to put up the what we've been up to text, so I'm just gonna throw it up right here so you can see if we do a, a bookmark for it. Um, let's hit the gaming news. So that way we can move right along. Uh, we don't want to make DT suffer any more than he absolutely has to. So let's let's hit it. What do we got, DT? So the first thing we have here is a story trailer for a game that releases tomorrow. Uh, it is the Saints Row, the story trailer. Uh, the reviews have been coming out. And from what I have seen, they have not been... Uh, it, this game is not getting reviewed the best. Uh, but the game releases tomorrow, and uh, let's let's see what the story trailer uh, has for us. Because again, right. the game releases tomorrow, so let's see it. Three, let's two, one, play. You have more agency and power than the world wants you to know. How do we make a statement? We want to be more than a street gang. We just got to be a little more creative. Last time we got creative, people tried to kill us. To realize that power, there's something you need to do. You need to be your own boss. It's our time now. Let's get this shit started. The boss of your job. This company's nothing without me. And the boss of your life. There's no one I want more by my side than those guys. Life is full of adversity and challenges. We took on two crews at once and walked away just fine. Guys, I was shot. Your friends deserve better. You really think you have what it takes to bring me in? You deserve better. But only you can choose to adapt to what life throws your way. You called for a ride? Good call. Let's get that money. We're starting a criminal empire. And now it's time for us to reap the benefits. I come for your crown. Yeah, don't try to figure it out. <clears throat> yeah, point taken. We're really good at what we do. ourselves the saints 
So, what'd you think of that? Uh, it's interesting. It's a little disappointing that the reviews coming out are not the best, you know. Like, yeah, I mean, since, since we're on since we're on the topic already, I can I can uh, bring up some of the reviews here. Um, so this one is from the AV Club, and they say Saints Row is a confusing game on multiple levels. I can't say I didn't have fun with it, but there's a there's a compulsive pleasure in open world gaming that's hard to tamp down. No matter how intent the game seems to be on keeping its players from enjoying themselves too much, its tonal is tonal issues are weirdly a function of making its characters too likable instead of not enough. Uh, and it desperately wants you to think you're having fun without ever providing concrete steps towards giving players more to do than function in a very rote loop. Uh, so that's the AV one. Uh, Games Radar gave it a three out of five. Uh, My Saints Row experience was enjoyable and more than occasionally frustrating. At times, it feels like Volition is on the cusp of a breakthrough in both social commentary and open-world game mechanics, while at other times, it feels like it's upholding the others, the, or the status quo. I love the new cast of characters and what they represent to the marginalized community members who will play this game, and the story is compelling enough that I preserved or persevered in the face of some irritating bugs. There's a, there's a solid game here and plenty of fun to be had with the new Saints Row, but I find myself wishing the team had taken the concept and ran with it to the bank before robbing said bank of course uh npr says this this year's review or this year's reboot of uh saints row presents a sunny sandbox bursting with heist hijinks and witty banter while the series has always stood in the shadow of grand theft auto it shines when it does what it's always done best trading gta cynicism for gonzo humor and earnest character portraits while never as rich or mechanically satisfying as gta 5 the new saints row more than makes up for it for it with a pitch-perfect balance of comedy and compelling storytelling, that is, if you can actually play it without game-breaking bugs. So, there seems to be kind of a, a theme here so far, with a couple of reviews that I read, is that there's this is a very buggy game. Mm. Uh, Polygon says, if you enjoyed previous Saints Row games, you'll probably like this one. And if you've never played one, this is a decent onboarding point. If you're a fan of Saints Row 2, but found the later entries into the series a little too aggressively bonkers, you should give the new Saints Row a try. It's still got that comedic series edge, but it doesn't break the knob off. It's worth noting, however, that the, that even the game sometimes frustrated me. The core gameplay loop wasn't especially new or innovative. Saints Row was the first game I reviewed in years where I finished it, wrote the review, and then went back and started playing it just for myself. So that's what Todd Harper over at Polygon said. BGC gave it a 2 out of 5, and they say... Uh, there's actually a lot to do in the game, but it's just such open-world number checking. Even the stuff that sounds great on paper, like the permanent wingsuit that allows you to bounce off pedestrians' heads to gain altitude, doesn't work quite right. There are large sections of Saints Row that could be written off as generic, inoffensive open-world fluff, if not for the parade of bugs that greeted us throughout our time with the game. From the world not loading incorrectly, leaving us dangling in the Shadow Realm to characters T-posing in the snipe. <laughs> to the sniper rifle scope being permanently plastered to the screen. It's an incredibly unstable game. The frame rate on the PS5 is also completely erratic. Ars uh, Technica... Yeah, that's so it's a very buggy game, it seems like. Ars Technica says, previews suggested that this week, this week's new re uh, series reboot, simply titled Saints Row, may wipe the slate clean to provide a fresh perspective on the crime spree genre. Instead, this game simply wipes the, clean, the state clean. The slate, jeez, I'm like misspelling words today, man. It's the heat. Uh, or mis <laughs> You're overloaded. Probably, probably. <laughs> and leaves it that way. Saints Row 2022 is a rare open world game that makes an average open world game the past five years and seem refreshing by comparison. Describing the game as a regression to the Xbox 360 era would be an insult to the late 2000s best open world adventures. Uh, 
Uh, Inverse gave it a 6 out of 10. This new entry feels like back-to-back basics reboot, but technical issues, bugs, and many more little frustrations conspire to make this a middling experience at launch. It's unfortunate because when Saints Row fires on all cylinders, it's an absolute blast with some truly lofty high points. While there is a day one patch coming, my experience was plagued by performance issues. Over my roughly 30-hour review period, the game hard crashed seven times. On occasion, deals made my character freeze, forcing me to exit and reload my save. Another time, an explosion caused my camera to get stuck pointed at the sky. And the last review I have here for you all today is from IGN. And they say, The new Saints Row has shed its shark-jumping silliness and smutty tendencies in favor of a return to its open-world gangland roots. While there's a decent amount of fun to be had chasing collectibles and causing chaos, outdated mechanics and repetitive mission design meant that by the end of my time with the new Saints Row, I was desperate for something that could genuinely surprise me, like a slap to the face from a 40-inch dildo, says Tristan Ogilvie from IGN, who again gave it a 6 out of 10. So those are some reviews for the game right now. Um, It just seems like it's a very, very, very buggy-ass game uh, at launch or, you know, yeah. So what that means is I'll give it time and I'll wait for a sale, even though I was interested in it. If it sounds, it sounds like the previous Saints Rose, right? Like, yeah, no, that's I, what they're saying. Yeah, I don't I don't expect a Saints Row game to get like 10 out of 10s, right? Like, it's just not going to. But mm. uh, if you can still get in there and have fun, I think it's worth it, you know, but I am going to wait for a sale. I'm going to wait for them to patch it up. There's no reason to hop in there and be like, I'm going to I'm going to pay top dollar for a buggy experience. Fuck no. Yeah, That's no. stupid. No, no. If they want me to pay top dollar, then it needs to be bug free at launch. Not bug free at launch, you're not getting top dollar. It's just that simple. Straight up. Alright. What's next, DT? Alright. Next thing we have here is we have an update on Evil West. What do we got? So Focus Entertainment over on Twitter said, Dear players, first of all, we would like to thank you for your continued support and patience for Evil West. We are overwhelmed by the incredible reception the game has gotten so far from our trailers and the demo some of you played at PAX East. We're working our very best to achieve our vision of full our, our, our vision of Evil West and to meet your expectations. Evil West releases on five platforms, including multiple generations of consoles. Giving our game more polish is crucial to provide our players with not only good but lasting memories. That's something we've always pursued. To ensure that the game reaches its full potential, we have made the decision to delay the worldwide launch of Evil West on November 22nd, 2022. We understand that game delays may be frustrating, but it's necessary to step it's a necessary step to deliver the best experience to everyone. Thank you again for your awesome support and dedication. It drives us forward and pushes us to create the weirdest, wildest Western ride for you all. Flying hog flying wild hog and focus entertainment. Cool. Totally fine with that. Want good games, yeah. not buggy games. Saints Row, <laughs> like after Saints Row, it's like, yeah, they yeah. probably should delay too to get another, the, like even a couple weeks. The only thing that I could see this being a bad choice is that they're releasing it in November, and guess what? Guess what? Big game is coming out in November. What's that? God of War Ragnarok. Oh, that's right. And uh, yeah, I think it's like around that time. So I, I've, honestly, if I were them, I'd push it back to next year, probably. To be honest, like. <laughs> Just give yourself that extra bit of time because Ragnarok is coming out in November and, you know, everybody's going to be playing that, dude. Everybody who has a PS5. Well, they probably want to they probably want to get in there for the holidays, right? Because I imagine a lot of people will be in there getting like lots of gifts for their kids and stuff. I'm sure a lot of people are going to get God's God of War Ragnarok for like Christmas. 
Um, if what I, I need to have a look at the release calendar again to see everything that's coming out in time see for like the holidays. Out. There's still some pretty like well, at least like games that honest, I'm interested in that I want to. There's play been so year. many yeah. like delays and stuff. I've lost track of everything. You know, no, whenever we. Well, at yeah. the start of the year, whenever we do our what's coming out this year and movies yeah. and stuff, and everything ends up starting to delayed, I get so confused. Yeah, no, I mean, since, since 2020, like, those, like, start of the year things that we've done, everything has gotten pushed back. So it's like you never know when something's coming out because we say it's coming out at one point, and then eventually, inevitably, things get moved. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, but, yeah, well, that's... Uh, that is a uh, evil west update getting pushed back to november um the next thing we have here is guild wars 2 is coming to steam this week i play guild wars 2 sometimes i own the game uh so they put out a little video here uh for it's coming to steam it's uh, going to be arriving on steam tomorrow uh August 23rd. So they have a little video here. I, I know, Josh, you played this. I've never actually played this, but now that it's on Steam, I might uh, I might give it a go at some point. But let's yep. tra- play. This is only 40 seconds, so 3, 2, 1, play. Journey I'm- across Tyria. I played the original Guild Wars as well. I love Guild Wars. Let's go. Be who you want to be. Play your way. Begin your great adventure. Guild Wars available on Steam tomorrow. Yeah, DT, you should you should check it out. You like uh, fantasy, will, yeah. fantasy stuff, and like I think the first little bit is like free, but they also have like expansions. They got three expansions. They got like they got season passes and stuff too that you can get. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah it's, it, uh, it's also like you don't necessarily pick up quests. I think you can from like some things, but a lot of the questing in the game is like it's open world stuff. It's like there's an area over here that has a quest going on, so I'm gonna run over there and do it. You know, like it's that type of deal. Yeah, it's a game that I've never played, but I've heard about it like from you. And you know, because you, you know you said you played it and all that. But um, well, what was cool was yeah. Uh, I, uh, if you played the original Guild Wars, you could unlock like they they in the last expansion that they did for the original Guild Wars, you could unlock things for Guild Wars 2. So like you would get like a certain number of pets, you could check those into this area. I can't remember what it was called, like a Hall of Trophies type of deal. You could check in and be like, "Hey, I got so many of this these things from this original game. All right, when I play Guild Wars 2, it's going to unlock some armor skins, some sword skins that I can use on my character for free." That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. That was one of the coolest things I thought. That's dope. Yeah. I cut you off. What were you gonna say? I apologize. No, I just I've never played it. Uh, like I said, I've heard of it. Um, like like through you and all that, and and I, I do like fantasy stuff. So I'll, I'll probably when it, when it, when I get the itch to try a new like MMO, I'll I'll, I'll probably try it out. But let me read a couple of things here that is uh, going to be happening here for for the launch uh, tomorrow. So okay. Guild Wars Two celebrates its tenth anniversary this month. And AreaNet is celebrating by introducing the MMORPG to Steam. Uh, tomorrow, it'll be available uh, for the, on Steam for the first time ever. Since its launch in 2012, the game has only been accessible through Are- Arena. I said AreaNet, but ArenaNet's uh, launcher. Uh, Guild Wars 2 on Steam will retain its uh, subscription-less free-to-play model. Additionally, players that uh, that 
Steam players and those on the original client will play together on the same servers. Uh, if you're a newcomer wanting to catch up on the decades worth of content, a $100 bundle complete edition of the game will be uh, available with three expansions in all five seasons. In addition to that, ArenaNet is introducing Twitch drops. So you can earn exclusive in-game character outfits, experience boosters, and a special glowing purple mask cosmetic by watching streamers play the game from August 23rd to the 28th. Well, I know what I'm doing. So, yep. I was going to say, as soon as it said, like, purple mask, I'm like, oh, dude. Hey, Josh Guild Wars streamers, tomorrow, prepare for me to be lurking in your channel and not watching you play. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, tw Twitch drops, man. That That's cool. Uh, huh? Yeah, that is cool. I'll... Honestly, Twitch drops is one of my favorite things about Twitch. Is like, I'll fucking get drops yeah. for games I don't even play yet. <laughs> Honestly. No, I do that too, dude. Because like eventually I'm probably going to try out the game. So I might as well just get the drops now for it, right? I mean, mm -hmm. Like I got like, the drops what for I'm... Sea of Thieves. I got the drops for the Path of, Egg, uh, Path of Exile, this latest uh -huh. thing. So, I, Yeah, same. Uh, and I'm going to get the ones from, from this one, you know, for this game. Even though I won't play it soon, I'll probably, you know, just whenever I do feel like playing it, I'll have the drops. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Oh, again, the drops will be from tomorrow, August 23rd to the 28th. So you have about a week to uh, get them all. Cool. Or, or to get it. But anyway, moving on from that. Um, Bucky Barnes, the Winter Soldier, is going to be the next Marvel Avengers hero coming to the game. Uh, he'll come a part of the 2.7 match or patch. Jeez, what is, what is wrong with me? <laughs> 2.7 patch. Uh... That'll be adding him as a character. The latest character that was that was added was Jane Foster's The Mighty Thor. Uh, more recently, I know we talked about her when she kind of uh, was coming out for the game. Uh, it's been a while since I've actually played this, um, but I might have to I might have to you know reinstall it and give it a go uh, just to see like kind of how these characters play and how similar they are or different or anything you know because. Like Avengers is, I know I say this like every time we bring it up, but it was one of those games where like I actually genuinely really enjoy the story of it, but like mm -hmm. the multiplayer stuff got so repetitive and so like, like it just it was like you're doing the same shit over and over again for like no reason, that it just got old after a while. So I hope. Uh, I mean, well, I, I say I hope, but like you know, at this point it's probably too late. But it, it would right. be nice if they mixed it up, you know, but. My but big thing know. with the game is like it got repetitive, right? With the multiplayer and like things were felt like they have like so much HP, and yeah. the game is gigantic. <laughs> it takes up so much yeah, space. Yeah, it's a huge game. Yeah, it is a huge game. But I mean, regardless of all that, I think it's cool that they're still adding characters. You know, they haven't just abandoned it. But you know. yeah, keep working. Keep you know, refining. We, we, you we, never know. We've seen that happen. Yeah, you, yeah, you never know. Maybe, maybe they can, they can, you know. So we recorrect the course on this one, but uh, that's cool. Bucky is a uh, a character that should be in the, in a lot of Marvel games. Uh, like you know, it's funny. I was just talking. To, I was talking to Majin last night, one of our friends, Majin uh, Majin Sean, um, and uh, we were talking about like the Fortnite battle passes and stuff. Because like the next, because the current one is like going to be ending next month, and we're like, oh well, what's going to be you know the next one? And it's like there was rumors that it might be another Marvel one, and I'm just like, if they do another Marvel one. Like, you know, they have all these like characters like Doctor Strange and like, you know, all these all these people that don't use guns. But like, if you're going to have Marvel characters in Fortnite, how the hell do you not have the Winter Soldier, Punisher, 
war machine like these characters that will actually make sense for them to have guns into your game so it's just like it just reminded me of like yeah like they dude put put put, put bucky in fortnite man yeah he he's one of the few characters that actually makes sense to have a gun and you don't have him in the game what the hell but anyway i just just something i i, I thought was you know like they, they need to do that but anyway uh moving on from that uh this is some big, big news, and it's not just gaming news here that that we're gonna be talking about. It's like just IP rights in general. Uh, but oh, the yes. Embracer Group strikes again. Uh, the Swedish video game company Embracer Group has acquired Middle Earth Enterprises, a division of the Saul Zantz Company, which owns the intellectual property catalog world and worldwide rights to the leg- uh, to the Lord of the Rings trilogy and The Hobbit by J.R.R. Tolkien. The financial terms of the acquisition were not disclosed, but the deal means that the Embracer Group will pick up motion picture, video game, board game, merchandising, theme park, stage production rights relating all to the Middle Earth universe and other literary works authorized by the Tolkien estate and HarperCollins, which have yet to be explored. Uh, the Embracer Group, uh, Lars Wingfors said, I am truly excited to have Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit, one of the world's most epic fantasy franchises, join the Embracer family. Opening up more transmedia opportunities, including synergies across our global group, said, uh, founder and group CEO of the Embracer Group, Lars Wingsford said, like I said, uh, I am thrilled to see what lies in the future for this IP with free mode and Asmodee as a start with Within the group going forward, we will look forward to collaborating with both existing and new lit- external licensees of our increasingly stronger IP portfolio. Um, so that's that's crazy, dude. That the Embracer Group now has Lord of the Rings as a part of their, you know, just collection of things that they own. Um, there's speaking of Fortnite, there's been rumors that Lord of the Rings is going to be cro- collaborating with uh, with Fortnite, and I could see it happening now that. You know the embracer group uh owns them so we'll see yeah. what happens man i for one am all for more lord of the rings as long as you don't as long as you don't make games like like Gollum, then i'm good you know but but for the most part more lord of the rings is is gonna be great so i think this is uh this is cool for sure for sure Like I now the, we have uh, some, uh, what? Uh, I was just gonna say I missed the Lord of the Rings RTS games. <laughs> I used to play those a lot. I used to play uh, fucking uh, was it Battle for Middle Earth two? Yeah, those are the ones. I like those. Yeah. All right, those are cool. what's next? Yeah. <laughs> next up, we have some hero spotlights and gameplay showcases for both Wolverine and Scarlet Witch in Marvel's Midnight Suns. So we can check them out. First, I have the uh, we had hero spotlights, and then we can check out the uh, gameplay showcases. Oh, let's check them out! I haven't watched so again. Any of first, these. we got the first we got the hero spotlights because I know last week we did the Captain Marvel one, so now we got these two other ones to watch. So let's check them out. They're pretty short videos, so uh, if you're ready, we can do the I'm uh, ready. Green one first. All right, three, two, one, play. No escape this time. Uglier every time I see you. 
Man, that gold and black outfit looks so dope. Pretty, it's pretty badass. Midnightsons.com. All right. So that's the Wolverine one. Then we got the Scarlet Witch one. You may fire when ready. All right. Three, two, one, play. No one escapes the Scarlet Witch. It's time you see what I'm capable of. I'm not sure I like being the center of attention. You will be no more. <laughs> Did everyone nope. see that? I don't think it matters what outfit it is as long yeah. as it's black and gold. It just looks. <laughs> I mean, it's it's a good it's a good color combo for sure. No. Also, I'll be honest. I I, no I wasn't sure, or more. I either forgot that she was in this game as like a character. Cause it just it just seems like she wouldn't be one for this, but I I don't know I guess I'm still not 100 percent sure if we know everybody that's gonna be in it. Like there may be some that they're holding back, and it already seems like it's got a big roster. Yeah. All right. Uh, now we, now we have gameplay showcases. Ooh, yeah, so we got one. Long. These are a bit longer. Yeah. Uh, so the Wolverine one is about six minutes, and the Wanda or the the Scarlet Witch one's five minutes. So we'll we'll check them out. Uh, we can do the Wolverine one first. Uh, three, two, one, play. Hey everybody, welcome back to another superhero showcase for Marvel's Midnight Suns. My name is Christopher Odd, and I run the channel by the same name. As always, thanks to Marvel and 2K for partnering on this series. Now. Time to get serious. There you go, Wolverine, man. Does the name Weapon X ring a bell? How about the Berserker? Or maybe you know him by the truly terrifying moniker, the Canadian Can Opener. Just joshing, eh? <laughs> Made that one up to keep you on your toes and make sure it's known that I share my nationality. The Canadian the Can Opener, eh? A man with one of the darker backstories of those we've covered so far. That man is none other than James Logan Howlett, or as you probably know him, Wolverine. You got one thing right today, Sabretooth. Heads are definitely about to I like that they kept like the usual voice actor. You may for have some Wolverine. assumptions about you know? Wolverine's playstyle, and you might be right about some of them. But to clarify, that voice is focused on using his adamantium claws yeah. to chain damage between multiple targets. He'll taunt enemies, and most importantly, he's got a nice little self healing. Because I mean, how could you replace Steve Bloom? More on that later. Like other superheroes with Cheney, he makes for a fantastic recipient of combat items. You blade, man. Blade looks he can cool use too. During his chains for max efficiency. And squads with Wolverine are really going to benefit from somebody who deals high single target damage. But Wolverine does have Lethal a few pounce. cards with a mechanic we haven't covered yet called full combo. Let's get I actually am looking full forward combo. to this game when it comes out. To explore is yeah, it looks, looks pretty cool. called Lethal Pounce. Now, Obviously, hitting multiple targets with one card is great. You got you to do an XCOM run with options. this game. What if instead right. 
of using your chain to hit multiple enemies. Which you know, you which really is, just wanted to punish one of them. Do you think they're gonna do modding for this one too, if like they do with Xcom? Oh, I have no idea. Because that's something we hadn't talked about at all, you know. And that's you know, made by the same same guys, so it's like, I don't know if they'll make it as accessible as it was with Xcom. I think mods will happen. Just about anything that comes out on PC get mods, but well, yeah. If you see on screen here, one of the late game mods can add. I don't know if they'll support it the way they did with Xcom. That, you may want to share the love and ignore full gotcha. They went a just real far with that. That makes sense. Again. Yeah, well, that makes sense because this is the, the, the you know, licensed game and all that. But... Yes. With a twist. Well, if you spend enough time with him in the Abbey, you'll be able to unlock and upgrade that, his just passive talking. healing factor. Just be careful when you're hugging him, or actually, just be careful around him at all times. The claws aren't toys. I'm serious. At level one, his passive is going to trigger every time you use redraw on a Wolverine card, and that's gonna grant you some health. At level two, hmm. it's gonna grant even more health, which keeps him alive significantly longer. He starts to feel truly unkillable. And speaking of that, the twist. The stink of fear. In Midnight Suns, you get one or two revives every fight, depending on different factors like combat items, etc. Well, Wolverine, he doesn't go down easy. And if he does, he's not staying down for long. If Wolverine does go down, you'll immediately draw the rapid regeneration card which allows you to revive him. But hopefully you're planning ahead because you're going to need two heroism for it. And although the card doesn't use up a card play, you're only going to get this card once per combat. I like how we're so seeing like multiple outfits throughout this gameplay. Uh, In the Dark Phoenix you know, Saga, Wolverine once said, okay, suckers, well. taking your best shot. Now it's my turn. I feel like this perfectly sums up Wolverine's whole vibe. He's an angry tank. Yeah, he seems pretty, pretty badass Instead, though, man. Enter rapid healing. It's not just a heal. It's got another twist. Oh. <laughs> of course, playing rapid healing will restore 50% health to Logan, but it will also cure him of any other negative status effects. Well, what's the twist here? Remember, Wolverine doesn't go down easy. So even when he's incapacitated or unable to act, he, said, he can still thought. play this card, which normally would not be the case. That's insane. Unleashed. Oh, we're not done. Oh, so hero combo. Replenish 75% of his health. Oh, and it can gain plus one redraw as a potential Cure all negative status mark. effects. Oh, and it generates heroism. Yeah, it's pretty good. Speaking of heroism, notice how most of his abilities have really low heroism cost? Let's hear your thought in the comments about who would pair well with Wolverine and take advantage of that heroism buildup based on what we know so far. Now, wait a second. Do you guys smell that? No? It smells like one of my favorite skills in all of Marvel's Oh, here we go, dude. Right. about to see some, some gangster shit going on right now. Besides having quite literally the best animation in the game, the actual gameplay implication smells beautiful too. Whatever. Stink of Fear will taunt every enemy in an area Damn. and grant Wolverine counter. You get a claw. Oh, counter, dude? That's pretty, that's pretty dope. Everybody yeah, that's gets cool. a claw. On upgrade. You'll be applying weak to every Dude, he seems party. like kind of potential late game mods. Kind of real strong. Next yeah. Move on the yeah. <laughs> I just want to play the animation for you one more time. Makes sense because he's Wolverine, but like, damn. But that is one of the things okay. they've talked about in this game is they want heroes to feel like okay, heroes, right? So. Yeah, well, they should, dude, because that's I feel like that's one of the things of in most superhero games where it just like. Like, I hate to bring up Avengers again, but it's like, I remember playing as a Hulk, and you just like, I should be like tossing these fucking robots all over the damn place, you know? And I know that's tough to find the balance in like video games and stuff, but like, it just, it just doesn't make sense, man, like sometimes some of the shit that goes on. And as he continues attacking, he continuously does higher amounts of damage. The upgrade for this is great too, because you'll be able to refund heroism for each knockout, and one of the late game mods can even add weak. 
There's a lot of great situational uses for this, but pick your timing wisely because this card will be exhausted when played as we've seen with other extremely powerful cards. So that's our Canadian on the squad, and I'm proud to say he's representing us really well. Keep it up, Logan. Wolverine will make for a great addition to many squads. I think he's going to be a fan favorite, to be honest. Thanks again for watching these videos, everyone. If you're not subscribed to the Marvel yeah, he seems Midnight fucking Suns channel or my like, own, really badass. You, you don't want Logan to be angry, do you? Yeah, that looks... more content to show you. I'm actually yeah, look at him. Look at him just go ham on that shit. Look at that. God damn. Pleasure showcasing Wolverine today. My name is Christopher Rod, and before wrapping up, I want to thank Jeez, he beat the dog shit out of Sabretooth on this series. Thanks for watching, everybody. Nice. Well, that's the Wolverine gameplay showcase. We have another one for for Scarlet Witch. All right, let me get that one open. Well, Scarlet Witch has got magic. They better. I bet. I wonder if she's gonna be fucking OP as shit. <laughs> witchery. What witchery is this? All right. Witcher. Witcher. Okay. Yeah. So three, two, one. Play. Hey everybody! Welcome back to another Marvel's Midnight Suns superhero showcase. My name is Christopher Rod, and I'm honored to be your host for the series brought to you, you by Marvel and 2K. A couple episodes ago, I mentioned that Captain Marvel was regarded by many as the strongest Avenger ever. And while that may be true in terms of raw physical strength, today's superhero is on a totally different plane of existence. The Lady in Red herself, the Mistress of Magic, today's superhero showcase is featuring Wanda Maximoff, a.k.a. Scarlet Witch. Yes. Are you? Let's, uh... Tony's thing. All the heroes showcased thus far, <laughs> Scarlet Witch relies on positioning the most. You'll notice that most of her movesets mm. focus on AoE attacks. And this area may be centered around Wanda or an enemy target, but know this, she requires more planning than other heroes on the roster. You'll be well rewarded though, as her legend does hold true. She's extremely powerful in the right hands, and those hands, my friend, are yours. Wanda strikes a nice balance between nice. damage, enemy control, and support but would definitely benefit from being paired with someone capable of high single-target damage. Now, we know one thing. You do not want to oppose Scarlet Witch. So let's start by highlighting one of her team buffs before we get a little bit more dangerous. For two turns after casting Chaos Field, allies near Scarlet Witch are going to gain one resist at the end of the turn. That's a pretty good deal for a card that costs no heroism and actually generates an above-average amount, too. On upgrade, Wanda will actually heal her nearby squadmates as well. A late game mod could even add the ability to gain counter on redrawing Chaos Field, making it even more valuable. Not known for being the most approachable person in the universe, Scarlet Witch is still worth buddying up to. If you manage to get on her good side, you're going to unlock her passive skill called Wrong Place, Wrong Time. Positioning, positioning, positioning. Where to place Scarlet Witch will be your most important decision when she's on the squad. If you can surround her with enemies, there's a 25% chance to apply a negative status effect to a random enemy near Scarlet Witch each turn. At level 2, the upgrade stays at a 25% trigger rate, but if you're lucky, you're going to see every single enemy in her AoE receive a negative status effect. Obviously, being one of the most powerful magic wielders on the planet has its perks, unless you're Hydra, in which case you're going to have a bad time. And thanks to Chaos Reigns, Affected Hydra units may not even comprehend why. One of the more unique heroic cards in the roster, Wanda is capable of turning the enemies against each other. After That's all, cool. why waste your time hitting enemies when they can do that job for you? After playing Damn. Chaos Reigns, you'll target, now wait for it, an AoE, because remember, that's like her whole thing. 
And enemies in that AoE will start attacking each other. On upgrade, you'll actually add a 50% chance for each enemy to attack twice. And one of the late game mods could see the card gaining a redraw mechanic to grant you some health. Now we're actually going to skip ahead from the normal formula and cover Wanda's Golden Midnight Suns heroic ability. The aptly titled No More Heroic Card is the ultimate sacrifice to save your friends and destroy as many Hydra as you can. Scarlet Witch will consume all of her health to deal that amount in damage to each enemy near her. Now this can only be done once as the card will be exhausted, but more importantly you'll need to think about when you want to do this. Remember that in Marvel's Midnight Suns you'll have a limited amount of revives. I wonder if there are any combat items you might want to bring along with you. I wonder if there's anybody that can restore combat items for you. Hmm. Possibilities. Now, the No More card does have a nice upgrade path too. The first upgrade will see you drawing a card for each knockout that happens, and one of the late game mods would allow you to hold the card and redraw it to cure Wanda. Hopefully I've demonstrated to you that the Emperor of Magic is a fully capable AoE focused hero, but you're wondering if that AoE isn't a bit too limited? Well, I got you fam. Unleashed increases the size of Wanda's AoE abilities by 25% for the next two turns. On upgrade, that goes to 40%. Oh, and in case you're wondering, that can continuously stack if you're able to draw it frequently. That's all. Yeah, just I just want to know if you I'm looking at everybody's like black and, and gold outfits, and they're, they're all that brings just us to the end of the Scarlet superhero deep dive. As mentioned previously, her playstyle is quite a bit different to heroes we've covered so far. But as with most things, if you invest the time to get to know her skill set, well, there you go. You gotta, you, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta be Thanks a little bit more strategic with Wanda. With but if you know how to use her, you can fuck shit up. Yeah. Anytime a character has, a, I will sacrifice all my health to Remember knock out a bunch of people. You have to be, you really have to plan that shit out. Yeah. We've got a ton of stuff to show you on the road to release. Thanks again to Well, that's cool. They're just, they're just gonna keep pumping, you know, pumping these out, and we'll probably watch them on stream, you know. So. Stay tuned for that, but that's the last one we got for Marvel's Midnight Suns for now. Let us know what you guys think about this game. I uh, Josh will probably be checking it out uh, out of the two of us, uh, and yeah, he'll, he'll I'm sure he'll let you guys know what he thinks. Uh, for sure, but it looks cool. Yeah. Uh, moving on from that, we have uh, some more Pokemon Scarlet and Violet uh, news. Um. And, uh, yeah, let's see what we got here. So Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, uh, competitive play trailer reveals new Pokemon moves and items. So if you want to check this video out, Josh, it's like a minute 48. Uh, we'll, we'll check it out here. Okay, I am ready. All right, three, two, one, play. That is Pokemon really Violet. Pokemon Violet. New additions bring more excitement to Pokemon battles. So Cyclozar is a new dragon type for this generation. Get to see a little bit of the, the fighting in this uh, trailer here. Yeah. 
So some of the moves and uh, items that we get to see in this trailer um, that are new include uh, Shed Tail, which is basically, well, it basically creates a substitute, then it swaps places with a party Pokemon in waiting. Uh, we have Terra Blast, which changes the type when the user has uh, Terra Stalized. And we have an item called Loaded Dice, which makes multi-strike moves more likely to hit more times. Uh, there's Terra Blast in action. And then the last item we have here is Mirror Herb, which copies an opponent's stat increases when consumed. Yeah, we get we got to see a new Pokemon in that, and some new moves and items. Um, so yeah, a little, little bit more from uh, Pokemon, uh, the upcoming Pokemon that came. I feel like this generation, for me personally, like of Pokemon, has been has had more interesting, cooler looking Pokemon than the past couple of the other ones. Because I don't remember a generation before this one, like in a hot minute, that I'm like, oh man, those are all look. Like, cause, cause this generation, I feel like every Pokemon they come out with, I'm like, oh man, it's actually kind of, kind of neat looking, you know? Like that, that's that's pretty cool. So, I don't know. That's just that's just that's just me. That's just how, how I think though about this gen so far. All the Pokemon look look pretty good. Um, but yeah. Any any thoughts on that, Josh? No, just um, just looking forward to it. It's gonna be it's. It's strange to see Pokemon like that when I'm so used to like the the top down views, especially with the like, I know I played a little bit of the uh, the last one that kind of came out, which seemed to be more of an experiment. And now and now this is yeah. more like we put more time in it and I look forward to it. I mean, I like Pokemon just fine. I'm just not a I'm not a super fan like some of those some of our fellow friends out there are. Mm -hmm. they, know, they know way more than I do. Yeah. All right. Moving on from that, we have a Kino Bridge of Spirits anniversary update out next month alongside its Steam debut. So it's so it's been a epic exclusive on PC up until this point. Um and there will be uh PS5, uh PS4 and PC editions of this game uh on September 27th. There'll be a new, there'll be an update, a big anniversary update coming on September 27th, like I said. Um, but there's a little bit of a trailer here that uh, we can play here. Uh, this is a game that I have not played yet, but I will have on my list. I plan on playing it eventually. Now that it's on Steam, I will want to pick it up at some point. Um, but yeah, let's see what this little two minute anniversary trailer is all about. So if you're ready, Josh, three, I'm ready. two, one. <laughs> New hats. Oh boy. Oh damn. New outfits. Look at that. They all look cool, by the way. Oh yeah. I think they all look cool. Cosmetics. <laughs> Charm Stones, Spirit Guide Trials, New Game Plus, 
Wow, so this is all stuff coming to the update. New game plus, new game plus, replay with your favorite abilities. Yeah, this game looks beautiful, man. I honestly like, I, re I really want to play this game. Hell yeah. New abilities. That's cool. I like that one. Charm stones to modify combat. Fairy guide challenge trials. Enhanced photo mode. Nice, nice. Level good photo oh, mode. Yeah, Eight. I always love photo modes. Especially in a game that looks like this, you know, like an yeah, actual fucking board movie. Game. Ooh, a new adventure. Do you need help? Yeah, that looks awesome, dude. I. I've been wanting to play this game since it was um, like announced. So I definitely want to play this because it looks really, really cool. Damn, look at the samurai armor. Check that out. Oh, That's shit, look at that. Cool. That's cool. Dang. Wow. Ghost of, Ghost of Kina. Kina. <laughs> yeah, that looks really dope. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, the only I also thing... want to play this. The only thing that the armor, though, is they said it's an exclusive to the deluxe edition. Yeah. But. Pain. Yeah, all right. Anyway, uh, we have a couple. We have a couple few uh, last things here to talk about for the gaming news for the week. Uh, one of them is the Game Awards returns this December because, of course, they are. But yes. the reason we're talking about it is because we now have a date for the show. So the Game Awards will return for its ninth annual show this December. More specifically, uh, the Game Awards 2022 will air live on Thursday, December 8th, 2022. So clear your, you know, clear your evening for December 8th of this year. That's on a Thursday. Uh, it'll be happening live in person, and it'll be live streamed to 40 different digital platforms worldwide, including YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok Live. Uh, the show is aiming to break its own records again this year after reaching new heights in viewership last year with an audience of 85 million people. Um, yeah, that's that's cool. I can't wait. I, I really, uh, you know, oh, I love the Game Awards. Enjoy streaming this, and you know, shout out to to Keely because I I literally got my email today for Gamescom tomorrow, which I'll be streaming. Uh, you know, I I signed up for for the you know the co-stream stuff, so I got my you know streamer you know co-stream kit. So I gotta set up all that stuff later today for tomorrow. So I'm ready for Gamescom. If you guys want to check that out with me, um, but yeah, the Game Awards, man, that's that's we always enjoy watching that. It's always a good time. Um, yeah, it's a lot of fun, man. I, I'm I, I definitely look look forward to it. I wonder what's gonna be up for Game of the Year this year. Uh, I haven't really played too many games that have come out this year, um, but I have at least one that i will be playing maybe soonish uh 
you know, Elden Ring. So I know that that's probably going to be up for game of the year, if not win it. So, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, 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 it makes me want to play more games from this year because it's like, all right, yeah. this is this is happening now. Like, we we're got, getting that time. Yeah. We're getting that time where it's like, yeah. all right, we're getting ready for the end of the year. I need to watch shows I missed, movies I missed, and games that I missed. You know, <laughs> all yeah. those things. Yeah, 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 for sure. Uh, and there will definitely exciting. be reveals there too. They always do some reveals, oh, yeah, and that's always, always fun. They yeah. almost always have something, usually from from Bioware. And I, if I had to guess on something this year for that, um, which I'm sure we'll do predictions later on, but if I were to predict something now, there's got to they got to show something of Dragon Age there, right? There, there. If there's not anything between now and the Game Awards, there's got to be a trailer. There's got to be something. Or I'm gonna be very worried. Yeah, we'll see, man. We 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 shall see. You you would think so, right? Because you know they've yeah. been working on that one for how many years now? Wow. Feels anyway. like. Uh, what 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 else we got, Josh? The last thing we have is I threw this in here just a minute ago because it is kind of a big deal. The Total Warhammer Three patch comes out tomorrow. The big one, the uh, 2.0 update. They're gonna, they're, the blood will be in there, but the biggest thing that's going to be in there is the um, the new Immortal Empires game mode, which is going to be huge. So we put a, I put a video in here. It's about four minutes long. Uh, we'll watch it because um, that that's going to be like the big thing. So I want to see if they talk about that in here without me attempting to explain it. If they don't, I will have to attempt to explain it, and it's going to be terrible. <laughs> but... Um, <laughs> let's check this out dt if you want to count us down on it yeah let's do it in three two one go total war warhammer 3 patch 2.0 has arrived in addition to bringing you the champions of chaos dlc the blood pack dlc and the first beta access to immortal empires dlc we're updating the core game to align each of the releases these additions will be free for all players the Warriors of Chaos will be receiving a campaign rework thanks to our four new legendary lords. With new faction mechanics including Chaos Gifts provide god-given boosts for your faction, a vassal-based settlement structure with dark fortresses and altars to act as the bloodline for your armies, Warband recruitment to hire mercenaries from around the world, Warband upgrades to level up your units with their experience in the battlefield, and Path to Glory where dedicated characters will be able to gather boons and advance their power with a mark of chaos. Visual changes have been made, including hand-drawn occupation images for all factions and an improved war coordination interface with quick access to all your allies and vassals. We also have a visual update for the Chaos Knights of Siege and the Doom Knights of Siege, visual updates for Lore of Death and Lore of Metal, and a size increase for the Chaos War Steeds, as well as new combat animations for Archaeon the Everchosen. We've also tweaked the UI of the game to add more variety to the colour palette. On the Realm of Chaos map, four new provinces have been added. The Northern Wastelands, Albion, Marches of Corun, and Middle Mountains. The four champions of Chaos will be present on the map, but will not participate in the race for Ursum, pursuing their own agendas. Several new factions now present on the map as AI, including the Marches of Corun, led by Lur and Leonkur's vassal, Earl Adabert, and Wintertooth, led by Throg, the Troll King. Weijin is now a 10-slot settlement for Cathay, and with the arrival of Azazel, Pergam Warband spawn rates have been further reduced north of the Bastion, and they can no longer declare war on most Chaos-aligned factions. 
Automatic declaration of war against non-demon factions has been removed from Khorne, Siege, Demons of Chaos and Nurgle. Allies can now be given an Occupy request in addition to attack and defend, which will encourage them to actively claim the settlement, including ruined settlements. Confederation has now been rebalanced, and allied outposts can now be built outside of their province capitals. Battle reinforcement times now always accurate without any leeway. The immortality skill now unlocks automatically at rank 20 for all characters. Demon Prince no longer requires demonic glory to access mortal units, and vassals formed by Selanesh will now never rebel and should always join wars alongside their master and come with an increase in income. Boris Ursus now receives reduced penalties from Chaos Wasteland climates and generates devotion when holding Chaos Wasteland settlements. The Poison Chaos Warhounds unit will be available in the core game for Kuga. And we've shifted a lot of the potential movement range bonuses from Scarbrand so that they start off a little bit lower and instead build up more over time of the course of the campaign, slowing down Scarbrand's initial rush potential while preserving the ability to pull off massive combos later on. And finally, for those who own Warhammer 1 and 2 and have access to the Immortal Empires campaign, all legacy battle content for the previous two games have been brought across to Warhammer 3, with it being re-implemented, reworked, and rebalanced to fight against the newer races of the trilogy, including reload time calculation adjustments, changes to healing abilities, tweaks to shared spell laws, and adjustments to individual unit stats across all races. A big focus for patch 2.0 is squashing those pesky bugs. Fixes include, but are not limited to, no more crashes for characters with non-standard characters in their names. Vassals are now more reliable for the player, and potential attackers will take into account who rules over them. Collision from corpses in battle has also been removed to stop entities getting stuck. Performance boosts in battles when units destroy incidental buildings, that's things like fences, crates and market stalls. And lastly, the defense bonus from formation attack is now shown in the UI. We hope you enjoy these new additions to the game. Read the full changelog for patch 2.0 on August 23rd at TotalWar.com. Okay. So lots of good changes yeah, in but... there. Um, I'm just going to read what the Immortal Empires is for those of you that are not Warhammer fans. It'll be really quick. It says, Immortal Empires is a new grand scale campaign mode for Total War Warhammer 3, available for free for all, for all to owners of all three Total Warhammer, Warhammer titles. It combines the land masses, legendary lords, war units, and more from the series into one colossal mode spread across the Warhammer world. It is the most complete and definitive Warhammer strategy experience ever conceived. And that releases tomorrow. Um, so it says, if I own all three games, does this mean I have access to all of the content, races, factions, etc. in Immortal Empires? Only the base games of all three Total Warhammer titles will only grant you access to the set of selection of races legendary lords available in those given games you need to purchase dlc for those games to access the respective races and factions in immortal empires but what's so cool about immortal empires guys is that it's it's taken the three games merging them into one big gigantic massive game and uh it's 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 gonna be a little crazy it's gonna be a little crazy um sounds like man that's crazy man on top but of that, I think cool. it's, got, it's got multiplayer, I believe. Uh, it will support up to eight players in multiplayer. I messaged our good boy Thacker the other day, or I was talking to him in voice chat. I told Thacker, I said, send the Ravens, Thacker. And he has sent the Ravens. We are going to have a crew to play Total Warhammer, uh, the Immortal right. Empires, uh, in multiplayer. So uh, that'll probably be uh, starting up soon. So we'll be talking about cool. that, I'm sure, on the cantinas to come. So. Yeah, that's yeah. it for the gaming news, I believe, everybody. I think that's everything, unless DT has anything else. Um, 
I've also lost my, no, that's, that's where's it. my OBS. That's there it. Is. That's it for gaming, man. That's all we got. All right. We're going to swap over to the TV news. Yep. Boom. We're in the TV news section now. And, All right, this oh. is gonna be quick because uh, we only have a few things. So this this trailer that we got coming up, I have not seen. I was I was gonna react to it, but I, you know what? I'll just save it for the podcast. So we're I'm right. gonna get my reaction. I have not seen it yet either. So here we go. I'm actually really excited for this. So yeah, you guys are gonna you guys are gonna see. So if you're ready, Josh. I'm ready. Fire. Let's play this. In three, two, one, play. This is what we're up against. This is how everyone sees them. As some kind of philanthropist out to save the kids of the valley. Terry Silver. So this is the official trailer for Cobra Kai season five, which comes out like in oh, less than a month, baby. It's Michaela. Whatever. I washed my hands at Cobra Kai when we lost like, the tournament. I'm two and a half weeks. Anymore. As of today, I am shutting down Miyagi-Do Karate. This can't be your plan. With Johnny gone, it's on me to fix this. One star is a car smell like beer. It's because there is beer, asshole. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking Johnny, dude. Hello, Johnny. Cobra Kai now has more students than ever before. That means we'll need more senseis. Terry out here balling, man. Bigger than just the guy. Everything was supposed to be better after the tournament. It's only getting worse. I know how things can start out from nothing and get bigger and bigger until all you feel is hate. Want you guys to get along. We're all friends now. We're not friends. We never will be. Silver's dividing and conquering. If this continues, all that we have fought for will not even be memory. I need you to see which of my students are ready to take the next step. You really won't stop. You need to let me and Chosen handle this. It's the only way to make it all end. Fine. Handle it. All we gotta do is get our hands dirty. If you continue down this path, nothing in your life will ever be the same again. Adult classes are on Wednesday. Oh We're shit! Here to take a lesson. We're here to teach you one. Hell yeah, dude! I'm happy to hear that you're doing well with the others. Yeah, well, I make friends pretty easily. Oh shit! <laughs> I find that Damn, the old man crease a long way. Oh man, he's got that old man strength. This is gonna be a, a beautiful birthday gift for me because this comes out a day before my birthday, so I am I, ready. I'm I ready. Wait, dude, fucking chosen Johnny Tima, bro. Let's go. There's gonna be ass whippings all over the place. Somebody's gonna get killed in this fucking show. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's surprising that somebody hasn't already, right? Yeah. To... It's crazy. Uh, but yeah, it looks awesome. I can't wait, dude. It's gonna be dope. Oh, it looks great. I can't. I'm so thrilled. <laughs> okay. What's next? Next up, we have some news of Lord of the Rings, the Rings of Power. It's going to debut with two episodes. The season will end before House of the Dragon finale. So, 
uh, on week one, it'll be releasing on 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern on Thursday, September 1st. Uh, then on week two, it'll be, uh, I guess, the same. So, so some of these things are going to change for for several time zones, I, I I guess. But I'm trying to see like what the different like it says. Oh, nine okay, nine p.m. Pacific. Okay, so I get it now. So week one, six p.m. Pacific, nine Eastern. Week two until the finale, they're gonna be coming out at nine p.m. Pacific, uh, twelve a.m. Eastern. So the first episode comes out early. Or the first two episodes come out early, and then the rest of them are going to come out uh, later. Got it. So that's what it's going to be. So yeah. Cool. That's exciting. This is another show I'm really excited about, because I love Lord of the Rings, so I can't wait. Yeah. All right. Very, very hype. Also, interesting that it's going to, that it airs after House of the Dragon, but it's going to end before it's still, you know, like it's still not out yet, and House of the Dragon already has first episode, and it's still gonna end before that. I got you. It's however they want to do it, I guess. Um, the last thing we have here for the TV news, really quickly, is uh, we have Obi Wan Kenobi: A Jedi's Return. We have a trailer and a poster. So what this is is a Uh, behind-the-scenes making-of documentary for the making of Obi-Wan Kenobi. Uh, it'll be streaming on September 8th, and we have a little bit of a poster here. Kind of cool. Um, when when I first saw this announced, I almost thought it was an announcement for Season 2 because the name, like, even the subtitle, was like, A Jedi's Return, I was like, oh, shit, they're doing a Season 2? But it's like, nope, it's just the, the documentary, which which is fine. I mean, I love, you know, we just watched Light and mm-hmm. Magic not long ago, which we loved, and I, I I I like watching behind the scenes shit, so I'm, I I'm, do all, too. I'm all for it. I eat. I, I love eat the dogs and the behind the scenes stuff. It's great. So I'm gonna be here for this. This comes out September 8th on Disney Plus Day. We got a lot of stuff coming out next month, and I'm really excited for all a lot of it. So yeah. So that's the poster. We have a little trailer that I haven't seen either, but we're gonna check it out right now. So Josh, it's a minute 17. Let's give it a go here. Three, two, one, play. There he is. I remember clearly the first time I saw Star Wars. Hello there. Hello there. Hello there. It's hey, Hayden. World to be a part of. My, our boys. Coming back to it after all these years. Look at that, man. It was very meaningful to me. I can't wait to watch My this. My first day on set, I shouted, Obi-Wan. I saw a hand go up. I feel hugely fortunate to be able to do this, but also a big responsibility to trying to do it right. Obi-Wan Kenobi is an iconic character. I don't think I'd imagined the scale of the series. It blew my mind. So many people have such an emotional relationship to the Star Wars galaxy. It's in everybody's life. 
There you go. Disney Plus Day, September 8th. I cannot wait, dude. That looks fucking awesome, dude. Yeah, that looks pretty dope. I love those. Got a little emotional. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Uh, but that's our TV news. A little quick, a little, 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 you know, a couple things. We had Cobra Kai, Lord of the Rings, and Star Wars. So, I mean, all, all shit I love. So, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, movie news is going to be really quick as well. So, we might as well just go over that and then go it. on our break. So let's get it. So the first thing we have for the movie news is uh, we have another uh, Disney ride adaptation in the works. Um, this one is from Big Thunder Mountain. Uh, Big Thunder Mountain movie in the works from the Hawkeye duo, Bert and Birdie. Uh, also, I don't know if you changed the the from the TV to movie news, oh. Josh. But we're yeah. it's okay. I'll flop it, and when we go back, yeah. But uh, yeah, we have uh, so so the, the the duo behind Hawkeye is going to be doing this uh, this movie. Uh, we know that Disney loves doing movies all based off the rides. They've done Haunted Mansion, Pirates of the Caribbean. They've done like Tomorrowland, and they're continuing on with their quest of making more money. Um, and yeah, so the big thunder mountain is, a is, is, is a ride at multiple Disney parks locations. It, it, it's like a mining town amid the gold rush of the 1800s. Uh, so it's going to be that kind of vibe, um, which, you know, could be, could be interesting we'll, we'll see i mean i i i haven't like hated most of their ride movies like parts of the career is easily my favorite one out of, mm-hmm. out of all of them um they've done other stuff like jungle cruise which was okay and like haunted mansion they're redoing again but like yeah they i mean they're i don't i wouldn't say they're terrible they just haven't been like wow you know like amazing but but pirates is easily my favorite one so We'll see, man. I don't know if they can make a good script out of it. Then, yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll, I don't know. Um, the next thing we have here is we have Sony and PlayStation are are uh, circling a Days Gone, uh, movie with Sheldon Turner adapting it, and uh, there's uh, there's been a lot of talk lately because. Uh, for for whatever fucking reason, I don't know why they're planning on using Sam. I I, I don't know how to pronounce this guy's last name, but Hugh Hugen Hugen, the Outlander guy. They're planning on using him instead of the literal fucking actor who is who this character is based off of, Sam Witwer. Like that doesn't make any sense to me. Like why would you? I just it, that 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 is that is bonkers. It, it, I also think it's funny because like I'm pretty sure Sam Witwer also tweeted something out that was funny. Like let me let me pull it up here. He said, "Hey guys, what I miss? Been busy shooting a video game adaptation of Outlander. Haven't seen the show. Here it's great. So that, <laughs> so that was so that was Sam Witwer's response to to this to this news here. I don't blame him." Uh, he should be yeah. the one in the movie. Makes he no should sense. Be the guy. He's a legit actor. He's, it's not like he's just a voice is. actor. He's a legit actor, yeah. though. Like he's been in so many things. Like 
what the hell? Like, and he literally is the guy. Like, how do you mm-hmm. not? It doesn't make it doesn't make sense to me. Uh, I think that's fucking dumb. That's a fucking stupid decision that somebody that handles a bunch of money is like, we should get the dude from Outlander. You know, like that's some stupid ass yeah. shit. That's dumb. That's dumb as fuck. Some lunatic behavior. But uh, yeah. Um, I don't know what they're thinking, man. If if they don't get Sam Witwer, I, honestly, I don't want it. Keep it. Here's, here's what they're thinking. They're not thinking. <laughs> they're being stupid. <laughs> yeah, but but again, if they don't, if, they don't, if, if you know, if you don't have Sam Witwer, I don't want it. All right, yeah. Sam Witwer or bust, bro. Um, but yeah, that's the news on that. Again, I don't really want to speak too much on that because if it ain't Sam Witwer, I don't really care about it too much. To be Same. honest, I enjoyed the game. But like, if you guys, if, if they do my boy Sam Witwer dirty, then they can all go to hell, bro. Uh, the last thing we have here before we wrap up our news for the day is we have a release date for Lo- Thor: Love and Thunder on Disney Plus, and uh, that is going to be releasing on Disney Plus Day, which is September eighth. So again, we have a lot of stuff coming next month. Uh, if you guys haven't seen this movie already, definitely, uh, you know. Check it out. Give it a give it a go. Um, wasn't my favorite Thor movie, but it wasn't the worst yeah. either. It's just we had some thoughts on yeah. it. Go check yeah. go check yeah, out our episode where we talk about it. Indeed, we we, we did an episode on it because uh, we both we both watched this in theaters when it came out. Um, mm-hmm. so yeah, go go check that out. But in addition to that, they're also going to be releasing the Marvel Studios Assembled making of Thor and Love and Thunder, and a few other things, uh, including the Obi Wan Jedi Return. Um, so yeah. That'll do it for our news this week, though. That is our game, TV, and movie news. So we're going to go ahead and go on this break, and we'll be back to talk about the main topic, which is this week's or this month's Retro Rewind, which we haven't done a Retro Rewind in a while, but we're doing one again today, and it's uh, Princess Mononoke. So we will be back after this break shortly, guys. Uh, See you in a bit. Be right back, guys. I'll run some ads. All right, guys, we're back with the second half of the show. We're going to talk Princess Mononoke. We're going to go a little bit quick because the DT is dying. Because so you want to know why? If you were watching, if, if you if you didn't watch any of the rest of this episode, you're just you're skipping up to this part. Um, my fan died today by the by the looks of it. Uh, right at the beginning of today's show, literally live as we were doing this. So. It is summertime right now at the time of this recording. If you're watching this in the future or, or wherever you are in the world, if it's not hot right now, I'm fucking dying. I'm I might start glowing because of the sweat, dude. But like, I, I, I know I'm wearing all black and a hat and everything. But like, we're we're gonna. You are you are very shiny. Right now yeah, yeah. As, and I and I I assure you, it's not sweat. It's just like I have the the sweat I feel is on my head right now, not on my face. So. I might start sweating during this, but like I, you know, I'm just I'm, I'm shiny, it's okay. but it's it's not sweat. I'm telling you. But we're anyway, gonna, we're gonna get through this. We're gonna fan, get through it quick. My fan isn't is 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 kaput by the looks of it, and I need to figure out what's up with it. If not, I'm in trouble. I got some ice cold water right here. We're gonna try to get through this. I'm here. I'm doing this show for you guys, for the you you listeners and viewers and all that, because yes, and uh, yeah, I'm I'm in danger without without AC or a fan right now. But you know what? Like I said, we're here. We're doing it. So let's get it, Josh. Princess Mononoke. All right, Princess Mononoke. First time I've seen it. First time you've seen it? Yeah? 
Yes, it is. A, it is a movie that I've heard about um, for a very long time. It's one of those like classic like anime movies that like I hear people or I have heard people mention and talk about like all the time. Like, oh, Princess Mononoke, it's a classic. And and I'm gonna be honest with you, after watching it this weekend. I totally get why. This movie is Same. fucking awesome, dude. This it's movie a great is rad movie. as hell. It's a fantastic movie. I don't know what it I thought the movie really, was, really but it but it wasn't what I got, uh, funnily enough. I didn't know what it was. I uh, So I'm yeah. really glad uh, that you picked this and that we got to see it. It's yeah. a, I haven't watched any of the Studio Ghibli movies. None of them. Not one. Well, this, so this is like this my first your one. intro to it, man. Yeah, shout out to Miyazaki, dude. These, these movies are, are... The ones that I've seen are pretty good. And yeah, I really, I actually love this one. This one was awesome. This is a really, really, really good movie. Uh, but yeah, uh, I, so, question: Did you yes. did you watch the dub or did you watch the Japanese? Because I watched the uh, dub. So, so I watched it on HBO Max, which I think only had the dub. They didn't. No, I, I don't think so. There was a way. I figured movie. this out after I watched the movie. There is a way to swap for oh. the Japanese on there. Um, is there? But I'd already watched the movie in the dub. But people said the dub is good. So, and I thought it was fun. Which, which I want to get into the voice cast when we start talking about this a little bit more because it's solid, dude. This voice cast is like the the dub one is, up, is awesome. I didn't even look it up before I was done, but there were some I, voices I in did. there. I was like, I know exactly who that yeah. is. Oh yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. There's like two really recognizable ones that I'm sure are, the, are the, probably the two you recognize. Yeah, but exactly. we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that. But yeah, um, yeah, this movie was fucking awesome. I, I like genuinely loved it. It was really, really, really. Cool. It was I'm, I'm great. I love the world building movie. in it. Yeah. yeah, it's so good. Uh, the music was great. Um, yeah. So this is notes. a bit of a synopsis for this. <laughs> I wrote crazy I, I have, notes. <laughs> yeah, I have notes too because I, I, I tend to take notes on stuff that we watch for the podcast now. Um, yeah. So I, I also have notes. But uh, I actually remember to take notes this time. Yeah, hell yeah. Uh, so this is a little synopsis for this movie. Uh, the fate of a world, or this is the tagline, rather, and then I'll give you the synopsis. The fate of the world rests on the courage of one warrior. So that's the tagline. And the synopsis is Ashitaka, a prince of the dis- disappearing Imishi people, is cursed by a demonized boar god and must journey to the west to find a cure. Along the way, he encounters San, a young human woman fighting to protect the forest, and Lady Iboshi, who is trying to destroy it. Ashitaka must find a way to bring balance to this conflict. So Josh, without even, I mean, not, now that you've seen the movie, like, you know, you know, we, we know what happens and all that, but if you had read this or seen this before watching it, what would you, like, what would you, what do you, like, what does that do for you? Like just hearing, listening to that. It, um, just the premise, just based off of that. It sounds fucking dope, you know, but I've never even, I hadn't even heard the synopsis before. I knew, literally nothing about this movie other than the cover art is like a girl on a wolf yeah. i think like that is yeah. literally all i knew about it yeah, it's uh, just a, a girl with a with a wolf and she has a mask and she's got like blood on her face and she's, she's got like you know little cool little necklace and, and whatnot <laughs> yeah yeah and it's that's probably one of the few things i knew too like like i didn't even know ashitaka was the character because i thought she was going to be like no the main idea. character right yeah You're i like, did too because when you see that, like not knowing anything about this movie, you're like, "Oh, Princess Mononoke." You're like, "Oh, so that girl on the cover is Princess Mononoke, right?" And you're like, yeah. you know, you don't, you don't know shit going into it. So, um, but yeah, I, I, I really enjoyed this movie. Um, so again, this is the 1997, 1997 anime film by Hayao Miyazaki. 
one of the Studio Ghibli or Ghibli or how you know however you you say it. Uh, or however, I don't know. People say it differently, but I'm sure there's a correct way. But anyway, uh, yeah. So we have like I think at the beginning of the movie we see like the main character, you know, Prince Ashitaka and like his trusty steed Yakul and. He's hanging out with the with one of his one of his uh like bros, Jisan. And then like right off the bat, dude, just like big ass, just demon worm boar thing that I'm like, what in the fuck yep. is that? In thing? my in my notes I wrote down demon boar worm creature thingy. Because <laughs> I was like, all caps, I was like, what the fuck is this thing? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, it was. It, there's a lot of like cool, interesting, like, like so. I actually have seen like gifs and stuff from this movie before. It's like where when he's like shooting arrows at the dudes and he like shoots his arm arms off and like shoots a dude's head off and that kind of stuff. I was like, dude, that is absolutely fucking nuts. Was that like, expected for when, me? Because I don't think I've ever seen those gifts, or if I seen them, I didn't realize they were from this. <laughs> you know? Yeah, and it's like, damn, that shit's badass, dude. Um, so I, I love that, you know, that stuff. And I think, I think I, I have found this like for myself. Like, like I think the, more recently is that I think I, I, for the most part, I love '90s anime. I really do. Mm-hmm. Like. This movie, fantastic. I recently watched Cowboy Bebop like a few months ago for the first time ever. Fucking one of my favorite animes ever of all time now. Like, like, 90s anime just for me works, like, for the most part. I just love this art style more. You know, like, the the old school. Fantastic, fantastic art style. More than, like, more recent animes, which always look, I don't know, digitally, digitally, I guess. Uh, But this... This has like an, uh, I guess a little bit of an edge to it. That's kind of why I like it has it. a has a certain look to it that I don't know. Just just looks and mm-hmm. feels like like kind of more my style of anime, you know. Exactly. Yeah, but I I really enjoyed this movie. It had a lot of interesting uh, characters, and so speaking of interesting characters, let's talk about that voice cast for a minute because if you don't know who the voices were, so we have Billy Crudup as Ashitaka. Uh, Mini Driver as Lady Iboshi. Uh, John DiMaggio as Gonza. Claire Danes as San. Uh, Jada Pinkett Smith was Sada. Tara Strong was Kaya. Uh, Billy Bob Thornton was Jigo. Recognized Keith him David immediately. as Okoto. So that's <laughs> pretty bad. him immediately. <laughs> yeah, those are like the two more recognizable ones. But that's like, a pretty solid the, like, voice The opening narration like, the is Keith David. And I'm like, holy shit, yeah. Keith David's in this movie. Oh, yeah, Admiral Anderson, let's yeah. go. <laughs> yeah, so that's a pretty badass voice cast, dude, for this movie. Like, for the dub, at least. Yeah. Uh, um, and I was like, Billy uh, Bob? I think I even wrote that down. Hang on, what's my notes yeah. say? Yeah. Uh, I said I watched the dub mostly so I could work on other things as I watch, which is true. And I typed in fucking Billy Bob on there. Fucking Billy Bob, Bob. yep. (laughs) I was a little surprised to hear him, too, because I'm like, what? Like, that's... Uh... (laughs) I just... It was just unexpected. Like, I didn't... didn't, didn't... Billy Bob in an anime, bro? Like, what the hell? 
Like mm-hmm. I never would have would have thought that, but it like I think his like the voice works well for the character. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, it it totally works I, I out. It worked out. Yeah, it was pretty 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 spot on. Another thing I really liked about this is the soundtrack. The soundtrack for this movie was awesome. Um, it's really 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 good, really enjoyable. Um, you guys know how big of a soundtrack score and soundtrack guy I am, so I was, I really uh, really really enjoyed um, checking that out. And listening to it, I got I gotta like go on Spotify and look up the soundtrack because I would love to listen to it all in its entirety, like like I do with other stuff. So definitely uh, gotta do that for a sure. Um, what else is there? Any other stuff that stood out to you like throughout this movie? Like, like I think for me, one of the biggest things is like for an animated movie. This was long. It was like two yeah. hours and something. Because most animated movies are not this long. Which I wouldn't say is a bad thing. Because, again, I thoroughly enjoyed this movie. But I just wasn't like... I didn't expect it to be as long as it was. Because, again, I'm used to more animated or anime movies to be like way shorter than this. But I thought that was really good. Um, so, yeah. I, that's that's definitely one another thing that stood out to me. Yes, yeah. But, anyway. I checked the what, what, time... What I checked you, the time, yeah. the runtime on the like the day before, because I was like, I could probably fit this in anywhere. And then I saw it, and it was like two hours. And I was like, okay, maybe I should watch this when I get up in the morning. That way, I have the rest of the day <laughs> um, instead of staying yeah. up late and trying to watch it. Because my plan was, I'll watch it Saturday night. And then it was getting around, wow. I don't know, 11 p.m. I was like, I could probably watch this. And I looked at runtime. I was like, okay, we're just gonna do this tomorrow because this is a long movie. Um, <laughs> Uh, so, uh, so some of the things I liked were I love like the world building. I love the giant animal gods. I think those are fucking yeah, cool. Yeah. That, was, um, that was awesome. And I was like, God damn it, I'm gonna steal this for D and I'm gonna do I'm gonna run D and D game, and the and the gods are gonna be giant animals, and they're gonna roam these forests. And that's it's a, it's fucking cool. cool. Uh, yeah, it's a pretty cool D and D idea for sure. And the other thing is like uh, the fucking people can kill the gods, you know? Like they're like it'll take more than yeah. that to kill a god, and they fucking they just kill them. Like just like it's it's interesting. It's cool. It's a way to uh, to go about it. Um, yeah. uh, I, but some of my notes are like uh, ghosty mushroom dudes, the Kodama. I thought those little dudes were neat, like the little yeah, the, the so little uh, Kodama. I wrote notes about those guys, like. Those little fucking tree spirit Kodama dudes, they Nintendo must have watched this movie and been like, "We're gonna use, <laughs> we're, we're we're gonna Nintendo." Which I'm wearing a Nintendo shirt, by the way. If you if you're not watching this, if you're listening to it, I'm wearing a Nintendo 64 shirt. But anyway, Nintendo must have watched this movie and been like, "We're gonna base the Legend of Zelda around some of this movie here," because those little Kodama bros look like something out of Breath of the Wild, like, mm-hmm. like, like straight up, like. This, I feel like they were, they were heavily inspired, yeah, by mm-hmm. by some of this stuff. So I thought that was that was that was funny and interesting. But yeah, um, yeah, it was it was it was really cool seeing like the 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 ma- the major like you know animal gods and you know like uh, Poto, you know, with the boars and and he's he's he was a blind like giant white boar and you know mm-hmm. fucking the giant wolf that was uh sans you know mother and, and all that like you know talks about how he how she like pretty much raised her from like birth because you know as a, as a baby and whatnot and yeah she did the, the story so, is like uh the wolf uh found the parents in the forest one time and she like con- uh confronted them kind of and they took off running and threw the baby down so she took the baby in 
like yeah. as a sacrifice. Instead of she's like instead of eating the baby or whatever, I'm just you know I just raised her as my own, which you know is cool. This movie's pretty brutal, by the way. Like, uh, it is fucking uh, uh, yeah. Ashitaka at one point falls off the mount, and the fucking the wolf just jumps on him and starts chewing on his head. And I was like, yeah. oh my god! <laughs> it I know. Surprised it, me. It, it was- it was it was definitely something that, that like threw me off too because I'm like that wolf went straight for not just the body for his fucking head, bro. <laughs> that wolf was ready to destroy, pop that dude's melon, bro, like in an instant. Mm-hmm. And Son was like, no, 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 hold up. Hold I was up. like, I was not expecting that at all because yeah. he's already fucked up. He'd been yeah. shot earlier. Um, uh, one of my favorite lines, by the way, is uh, he's. So there's some things going on and he finds some wounded dudes and like they go to the forest and all that. And he kind of gets kind of I think something in the forest kind of heals them a little bit. And like one of the side dudes, like he's he's wiggling his arm around. He's like, it's healed. And then it cracks. He's like, nope, still broken. Like that shit (laughs) cracked me the fuck up, dude. I started laughing so hard. I'm like, yeah, that's so funny. Yeah. Uh, uh, When they go to Iron Town. Like all the oh, women's yeah. are after Dude, this man. They were thirsting over this this man's bro. They were all over him, like <laughs> trying to trying to know. invite him. Yeah, they were trying <laughs> to invite him over to you know come visit them, and they were like hitting on him and stuff. It was, it was like there's so much stuff in this in this that like is so, like, I don't know. I I don't want to say like not anime, but like from other anime that I've seen, like they don't, I don't, they, I think they don't really do stuff like this, or maybe it's just, I don't know. It's just, it's just it just seems different, you know, like, but it like mm-hmm. in a good way, like, like I love, like I love a lot of the stuff, a lot of the choices and things that they do in this, mm-hmm. in this movie. Like it's, I like how they're, great. they're very blunt about like, yeah, these were, these were like uh pleasure women brothels uh, that had been that uh, the lady had uh, freed. Uh, to come work yeah. at Iron Town and like, so I thought, oh, that's interesting. They're they're just talking about it, not like it's some super shameful thing. It's just a thing that is there in their world that is completely normal for there to be brothels. Um, yeah. And she saved these women from those brothels. So I find that I was like, that's refreshing that they're treating it just like this just exists. It's not some big super sh- shame on you for doing that type of deal. Um, uh, but yeah, the women's were thirsting. After that, they prince, <laughs> um, and they were loving when he, when he was like working the bellows. Remember when he goes over there and he's like, "Oh, let me try," and they were just they were loving it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, that was. That's the other thing. That is was, like I really I really like the main character of Ashitaka because it's not like he's some oh, I'm super strong hero. He's just a dude that wants to do the right thing. That's been his curse has kind of been pushed on him. Uh, mm. and like he's respectful of everybody he tries to help everybody like um, kind of main character I like that I like that he's kind of like a selfless main character there's a lot that are like uh, main characters that they're big giant badasses the whole way through and it's like this dude yeah, this dude feels like a real person <laughs> you know he feels like a real person pushed into an impossible situation he's just doing uh, his best and with giving you know the shit that he's he has to deal with for sure mm-hmm um yeah that speaking of the of the iron town though like when they when they first arrive there 
And like when homeboy's like wife shows up and she's like shitting on him and like <laughs> just all upset that he like is injured and stuff and and, and like she starts like, hitting on Ashitaka. <laughs> yeah. She's like, oh, I, you know, he is beautiful under there or something like that. I think she says when he like pulls on his mask or whatever. And it's just, it's just funny. Like mm-hmm. that, that character, uh, her introduction. Um, what do you think Ailey, Lady Iboshi? Like I, I, there was a moment when she was talking with Gonza and Ashitaka and she had like this weird ass laugh. And I'm like, what the hell is going on here? This yeah. is like after, uh, they already have have been in town and they're gonna like you know she wants to like meet up with him after you know bringing in and saving the you know her her, her people from the outside but um mm-hmm. yeah I, I thought that was that 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 was like one of the first scenes to me that I was like well that's that seems that seems odd like why what's up with that weird ass laugh but anyway yeah I think she's an interesting character she's a character with a lot of layers she to is. her um. Yeah. <clears throat> Um, and really, like, in a lot of the animes we've I've seen in the past, it's like women are the eye candy. But in this movie, uh, the women are like strong, equal you, characters right up to the yeah. Women. Like even though even though some of them have been in brothels and they might dress a certain way, it's like that's just who they are. Like it's not they're not eye candy. <laughs> they just they're regular people that exist the way it should be. Um, uh, yeah. But I find. I find her character pretty interesting because there's points that it's like, okay, I see her point of view on this, but there's other points where I'm like, man, she's really obsessed with this one thing. Um, uh, so I, I, I think she's a really interesting character with a lot of layers. Uh, yeah, for sure. And then like in the middle of this, you have like Ashitaka trying to like bring balance between like San and Lady Boshi, you know, when like San tries to like, assassinate lady boshi in iron town and they're all trying to like he does this like really cool ass move where he like stuns both of them at, at, yes like, like right i was like that is some gangsta ass shit that i need to use in a D game at some point or something my, dude my guy had that, moves that was some he stunned son and then he stunned a boshi and i was like that is bad fucking he's ass, got dude. some he dope ass moves he catches an arrow out really of the air at one point and shoots it back at somebody like I was like, oh, that's some Jedrick shit. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. He does some fucking awesome stuff in this, and I'm like, damn, that's so cool. Again, like going back to when he going back to the, when he was fighting the samurai, attacking the villagers, like towards the beginning of the movie. When he like shoots dudes' heads off and arms off with a fucking bow and arrow, dude, that's some Jedrick shit that I wanted to do in information there, man. Like, damn, that's so cool. But uh yeah, man. Just yeah, that stun move though when he like stunned when he was like trying to stop them both from fighting and he like just mm-hmm. like knocked them both out. I was like, oh man, that is so fucking cool. And then he gets uh, like fucking shot when he's like taking oh, them dude, out yeah. of there. Escaping. And there's like uh this lady that's like, Oh, you're not getting out of here, I'll shoot you. And like she kind of hesitates and then she like acts I think accidentally like does shoot him. Like mm-hmm. just and then she like shoots him like right through the fucking like, like it goes through the back, but it like comes out his chest or something, right? And you're mm-hmm. like, damn, this dude just got shot, and he's still just trudging on, dude. He just keeps walking. <laughs> he's like pouring he, blood. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he's like fucking dying basically as this happens because he just got fucking shot. Mm-hmm. And like the wolves catch up to you know 
Hassan and 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 him, and and Yakul comes and then they you know they he uh, he's like they're like riding uh you know Yakul and he and he like falls off and that this is the part where yeah like the fucking wolf like goes to like bite his head and shit and like. And what's the, and then the fucking ape clan, like a bunch of ape dudes try to eat him and shit. And you're like, what the fuck, bro? These, this forest is tripping, dude. Like this man just fell off his steed and you got some apes from the fucking forest coming out of nowhere trying to be like, yo, hand us over the body. We want to eat Give him. us like, the human. We will eat the human. Yeah. He will give us power. And I was and like, like, these fucking apes are crazy. <laughs> yeah, and then and then like you got like the wolf clan like trying to defend them from the ape clan that like I got a little beef going and then you got the boars in the middle of all this and it's like it's like the force is trying to they're trying to like defend themselves but they also kind of have like beef between them you know the, the clans mm-hmm. and, and you know amongst themselves and it's 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 crazy um what'd you think of the the, the night walker or the you know the forest spirit looking you know i thought, it, I thought looked it was cool it looked, yeah it looked rad when it's, like, oh, when it's in the daylight the day, um the daytime form yeah. I was like, hey, it's got a face. And it, it made me think of, uh, I don't know why, it made me think of, like, Ko the face stealer from Avatar The Last Airbender a little bit. Like, even though that's, like, mm. a giant monster spirit. But I was like, oh, it's got, like, a, it's got, like, a face. Like, a red face. That, that, that which is, that's the god, and it never talks. Like, I was like, I wonder if this one's going to talk. Never talks. Um, yeah. And I'll be honest with you, it, it, it looks cool, but it also has, like, an air of, like, this is a little creepy. You know, it's a little scary yeah. looking oh, yeah, in some for ways. Sure. Um, for sure, yeah. It's, yeah it does it have really like cool a face. Hundred percent. It is. It is. It is funky looking. Um, which uh, I think that's what they were going for, and I think they nailed it. Yeah. Because like, yeah, uh, exactly. it definitely made me feel a little uneasy, but at the same time, I'm like, I was, I was trying to like figure out what it was, but I'm like, this looks cool at the same time. You know, like it's mm-hmm. a really cool design. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I actually makes me want to like look at look at like art if there's like an art book or something about this movie. I kind of want to like check it out. Hell yeah. And as it walks, it like grass and flowers and all that grows. And then as it steps, you know, it dies because the spirit is like can give life and can take life away. Like it just does yeah. naturally. Um, so, yeah, I thought the forest spirit was really cool. Um, yeah. The next thing that yeah. I have in my notes was, ew, she's feeding him like a bird, kind of. Because she's oh uh, yeah, Son is she, like trying to like, take care of Ashitaka and like trying to feed him, like, but he can't eat. He's, he's like, like basically out. dying and dead. Yeah, and he just like mm-hmm. he's like passing out and yeah, yeah, yeah. That was yeah. I mean, she, you know, she's raised by animals, so it makes sense. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, guess, I, know, like, I was just like, ew, that's gross. Um, <laughs> she's like chews the food up for him and then like gives it to him in his mouth, which is yeah, a little gross, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Hell of a way to get a kiss, I guess. Uh, yeah. I wrote down the boars are nuts and boar keep the naming. boars. Dude, <laughs> Okoto, Okoto, the big giant white boar that was Keith David. That motherfucker, dude. Honestly, the boars are wild. Like, I, I was thinking too, I'm like, these boars are, they are tripping right now. They are out of pocket, dude. Like, what are they? What are they thinking right now? They're but you know, as as we find out later, they're they're very prideful and, and you know and whatnot. But um yeah, I, I like the Okoto's conversation with uh with San and uh and Ashi, Ashitaka when he's mm-hmm. like when he tells him about Nago, you know? Yeah. And he's like, yo, you know, i I'm the one that killed Nago uh because he, you know, fucking gave me this curse or whatever. Lost and his fucking Okoto's mind. Like, 
Yeah, and Okoto's like, well, you know, I'm ashamed that it, it came from one of my clan or whatever, but I thank you for this, and you know, and all that stuff. And, yeah, and then like fucking, he, but then he's like, yo, if I see you again, I'm gonna have to kill you. Um, but like, yeah, the I boars. Respect are, that. <laughs> <laughs> the boars are crazy. They just charge in the battle against the humans, and and like fucking San wants to warn them that it's a trap, but then the mom is like, you know, they they probably know it's a trap anyway, but their pride is too strong, so they don't give a fuck. They're just gonna mm-hmm. they're gonna charge into the last boar, you know. Um. Yeah. Already, I already said it earlier, but I think I realized it later on in the movie. Like, good mix of strong male and female characters, but that yeah, that's really a thing really, throughout the whole movie. I enjoyed <laughs> the like the main characters in this, yeah, like San, Ashitaka, Iboshi. Like, they were all, they all had like, they they were just they were just good characters. Like, I, I enjoyed them all, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have arrow catch and return fire. Dope. Already talked about that a minute ago. Bro shot a head off with an arrow. That one surprised me, but that was dope. That um, I mean, that's again, that's the gangster shit. I want to, I want to do in like D and D and stuff, man. Like, uh, god damn, that's so cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, the battle aftermath. So we don't actually see like the boars. We kind of see like a little bit of it, like the boars mm-hmm, and the, yeah. the human so, spy, but we mostly see the aftermath of it. We have like survivors talking to Ashitaka and 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 how you know they were kind of led into a trap by Jigo and he kind of like betrayed him and whatnot. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then the townspeople jump the hunters. Like they're, 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 yeah. hunters, they're like shooting poison darts and like, they're like, Hey, leave them alone. And they fucking jump them, beat the shit out of them. Love that. Um, then we go back to the forest and we see Okoto got fucked up. Like I was like, God damn, yeah. how's he still standing? He looks so he just he kept like moving, it looked man. painful. I All felt bad. Yeah. Um and then yeah, like uh... the fucking hunters wearing the boar skins is like so fucked up too. Oh uh, yeah, it's just she's like telling him, like, yo, those are not your warriors, those are just humans trying to trick you, you know? Mm-hmm. But Keith David does such a good job too, like right here where he's like, yeah. my 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 warriors, they've returned, you know, yeah. like because he smells them. Yeah. Yeah. I like I like that part. And then he ends up becoming like a rage demon uh at yeah. this point. He does. Because we have Ashitaka and a wolf trying to help San after she's been kind of like overtaken by Okoto. She's like, yo, let me go. Like, don't you know, don't do this. Mm-hmm. And uh on his way over there, he encounters Lady Boshi. And uh, he's like, yo, your your town is getting, your town is about to be attacked right now. Like, you have nobody yeah, over there. The but the yeah, you have nobody over there but the women, but the women's. And, like, your your men are trying to go back on their way over there. But, like, you need to go and, like, you need to, you need to help them out. Like, they're not going to be able to hold off alone, you know? But she kind of just ignores them and, or she ignores him and then they continue forward to, you know, get the the spirit head, which is what they wanted. Um, but, uh, yeah. I liked the, like, towards the end of the movie when Boshi, like, shoots the spirit and she's like, oh, a wolf's head can still bite. I was like, that's a cold-ass line right there, dude. Yeah, that's and pretty... then the fucking, it turns out to be true because the fucking wolf head bites her goddamn arm off. <laughs> 
I was like, a wolf's head can still bite. Yes, indeed. Yep. Sure uh, can. Because, uh, you know, the, the forest spirit loses its head and uh, mm. goes on like a yeah, big rampage. Honestly, this movie, when I thought this movie was going to end, it didn't end. And it just kept going. And I was like, oh, I thought this would have been right around the time that this movie would end. It's like, no, we got mm. another 20 minutes of like, here's the yeah. the, the, the it, forest spirit and it's it's rampaging a little bit. Yeah, it did. It did kind of it did kind of feel that way. Yeah, uh-huh. but but honestly, I think the the movie like I like I I I thought I liked the ending. I thought it was I thought it was good. Like I uh, yeah, it the uh, it it was I I just I really liked this movie, man. It was it was awesome. Mm-hmm. Like I I thoroughly enjoyed it from start to finish. And really, my my yeah, only like, knock is that it the ending like the actual ending ending feels a little fast, a little abrupt. Like it just kind of ends, and it's like Billy Bob Thornton's character is like, well, I guess that's just the way it goes, you know. And that cracked me up. I was like, I was like, like ah. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and then the movie ends. Uh, uh, that would be my only, and it's a very minor knock. It was like, I wish they'd taken just like a little, like five more minutes uh, to kind of give me a, a not necessarily an abrupt ending. But overall, I loved the movie. I thought it was fantastic. Yeah, I, um, I genuinely loved it. This is probably honestly like one of my favorite anime. Like I, I'm, I only just watched it, but I can probably put this up there as one of my favorite animes like ever now like it's like i enjoyed it that much mm-hmm. and like i want to watch more movies like this so i need to i need to watch other studio ghibli ghibli movies i'm just you know the miyazaki movies i've seen i've seen a few of them not all of them i want to re- i want to watch more i i think 90s anime is my anime do you like when uh, from now on when somebody asks me do you like anime i'd be like i like 90s anime because I just I tend to like that's the shit I tend to gravitate towards. Like I, I really like the art style and the just the 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 the, the, the stories and and the stuff they were doing back in those days. And you don't have to watch like fucking five seasons of a twenty ep, you know twenty episode per season anime like you do nowadays. You know where it's just like I don't really care about some of this modern stuff. Um, which is not to say I don't watch some of it. Like I mean I, I gotta catch up on a lot of it like MHA and. Uh, you know, demon. You're watching. I'm, I think I'm caught up on Demon Slayer, but just other stuff that I haven't caught up on. The main one is yeah. MHA, but anyway. Oh man, I, this 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 is more to my liking though. This this style of anime, this no, kind of you. stuff is, is more what I like. But yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed this movie. I, I I loved it. I really really really. Uh, yeah. I just this, this is this is my kind of shit right here when it comes to anime. Like I, I just love this style and this this. You know, from the music and the art direction and the, the characters and the story and just everything. Like, it's about as great as an anime, you know, movie could be, in my opinion. Like, it was fucking awesome. So, I, I loved it. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I thought it was, uh, I thought it was great. I, uh, I want to see more of those uh, movies as well. The Miyazaki yeah. films. I'm glad I finally watched it now because again, this is one of those movies that's like I've heard I had heard about it for years that everybody loves, and it's like finally I've seen it and I get it now. Like I get why people high have such high you know regards for this movie. Like they hold it in such high you know mm-hmm. esteem. It's it really is great. It's a fucking awesome movie. So yeah. All right. I think that's gonna do any it for other, the discussion. Uh, uh, any other closing thoughts, Rush? I don't no. really. I I want to see the other movies. Um. I really enjoyed this one a lot. Uh, I love the characters in it. Um, 
and it, and it wasn't what I was expecting, which is also awesome and great. And I, I enjoy the world building in quite a bit. Music was fantastic. Um, nice. But I think that's that's going to do her. I think we can do our shout outs. I know we got to get DT in some cooler yeah. areas of his house. So let's go ahead and do our shout outs. DT, I'm going to throw over to you. All right. Thank you guys for watching and listening. Uh, this episode uh, today is truly for you because I'm in hell right now. <laughs> And I, I'm, I need to get out of here as soon as I'm, a, I'm about to declothe here in a second. I'm about to take my shirt off, get this hat off and fucking just get like go to cooler, cooler areas because I'm dying in this fucked up fucking. Anyway, um, tomorrow I have I'll be doing a stream for sure because I'm going to be streaming uh, Gamescom 2022 live from Germany. I'm not going to be in Germany, but. I will be streaming Gamescom 2022 that is in Germany. Shout out to Jeff Keeley and his team over there for allowing me to be an official co-streamer uh, because uh, they always are really cool like that. So much love to them. Um, it, it, it starts at 11 a.m. my time, which is Pacific Standard Time, um, which I believe is... Uh, uh, like 2 p.m. Uh, uh, Eastern. But anyway, you and if you're in another time zone, then, you know, Google that shit. Uh, but 11 a.m. Pacific, I'll be doing a live tomorrow. And that is like the only confirmed stream this week as of right now, because if I don't get this fan or, or, or whatever situation adjusted in my room, I'm canceling all streams this week because I this is going to be unbearable, dude. I can't. I, I can't be in here for hours without like something to stay cool with. So stay. Yeah. Fucking games come tomorrow. What, go to my YouTube because if you want to see more content from me, I have uh playthroughs going up. So you remember how Josh and I played sniper elite a few weeks back. Those videos are going up on YouTube right now. Every day. There's a one, one part going up uh, today. Part five went up. Uh, we still got a few more for Sniper Elite. And uh, then after that, uh, um, we have still... Um, uh, what was the last game that I played? Jesus, I can't even remember. But go to my YouTube, check it out. Oh, Doom Eternal and Road 96. Those are coming up as well. But go, go to my YouTube, check it out. Go watch the videos. Support the support me and, 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 and Josh and, and follow us on all the stuff here at the sidebars. And uh, yeah, we'll see you guys next week. Uh, where we will be talking about Gamescom. So have a great rest of your, uh, you know, time. Uh, and we'll see you guys later. I'm, I'm getting out of here. So bye. Okay. Uh, thanks guys for watching the episode. Really appreciate you guys hanging out here. This will be live up on the MP3 website tomorrow. Cause the clockwork cantina, we have MP3s. Go check them out. We got links to them. Um, they're, we're on Spotify. We're on all the, all the places that you can get. Um, can get uh fucking mp3s um the other thing is make sure to check out the dice shop i'll drop a link in the chat for you guys just in case uh you want to help support me and my dice creations uh, i've been doing really well on there i'm making some cool stuff i'm gonna go work on some stuff as soon as we're done here um make sure to check out the the instagram for dice creations make sure to follow us on all the things i have a tiktok now 902 dice creations i haven't put it in my shout outs list yet we're going to get out of here because my frames are dropping for some fucking reason, but we will see you all next time. Bye.
No, Bye. we're not on break. We're not on break. We're saying goodbye. Peace out. Good night. Bye-bye. See you later. There we go. Bye.